You're listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. The views and opinions shared on this program don't necessarily reflect those of Citywide Home Loans. Citywide Home Loans, LLC, NMLS 67180. David Hosterman, NMLS 220562. Jonathan Edwards, NMLS 671258. Equal housing lender. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Call for additional cost information. Program qualifications and offerings are subject to change at any time. Not all that apply will qualify. Other restrictions may apply. Good morning and welcome to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. I'm Jonathan Edwards with the Hosterman team here at Citywide Home Loans. In the studio this morning, we have our MVP guest host, Amy Randolph with Brokers Guild Real Estate. This is the show that brings you today's most relevant real estate insights and experiences from the industry's most dedicated players. Today, we have Amy Randolph with us. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. So happy to have Amy with us. Amy is an excellent agent over there at Brokers Guild Real Estate, and she does a lot of her work down south in like the Colorado Springs, Pueblo area. So we wanted to have Amy on the show today uh, to talk to us a little bit more about that particular part of the state of Colorado. Uh, a lot of the agents that we have on, a lot of the business that we do is in the Denver metro area, but there's a lot of opportunities when it comes to real estate outside of this Denver metro area. So we're going to go south today on the show and talk a little bit about what we have going down in the Colorado Springs, uh, Pueblo areas, and stay tuned for a triple play of Denver's hottest listings. And a quick reminder or disclaimer that citywide home loans and Brokers Guild Real Estate are not affiliated entities. Listeners are not required to use either participant to work with the other participant. Amy... Thanks again so much for being on the show today. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are, are you from Colorado Springs originally? I'm originally from Illinois, but okay. I moved to Colorado Springs in 1993. Got her as fast as I could. <laughs> <laughs> and so since 93, so you've been here for a while. You right. have, you have experienced school. firsthand the changes that are so apparent um, in, in, you know, I, obviously we see it in Denver, but you've seen it in Colorado Springs as well, right? Right. So I moved out here from Syracuse, New York in, I want to say 2005. So I've been out here about 17 years. Originally moved to Fort Collins and lived there for a few months. Uh, great area as well up in Fort Collins. I love the Fort Collins area. Uh, but it only took a few months for me to make my way down to Denver, which was sort of my original plan. Um, and holy cow, like even since 2005, the Denver area has changed a ton. In Colorado Springs, have you noticed just incredible changes in since 93? Oh, yeah. yeah. The, we've got major thoroughfares that weren't there before. So whenever I got there, the powers um, north of Woodman was a dirt road. Now there's probably 10,000 houses out there, 10,000 yeah. plus. There's yeah. new home builds. It goes all the way out. We feel like we're connected to Kansas almost already. <laughs> um, yep, yep. Um, no, it's uh, it, it is incredible the amount of growth. It's 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 like, and I say this all the time. It's like the secret got out, right? Like Colorado right. is such an incredible area, and um, it, it was almost like people didn't really know about it for a while. Maybe didn't believe it, um, and then all of a sudden the word got out in like the late '90s. I feel like you know, and then, and people just started moving here, and they yeah, continue it's to move been here. Exponential growth. Uh, for exponential sure. growth is a great way to put it. Absolutely. 
And um, a lot of people are finding their way past the Douglas County line, I hear over and over, because mm-hmm. lower taxes. So yeah. if we can just get past the Douglas County line. Yeah, absolutely. And you're absolutely right on that. Um, the the growth that we've seen south of Denver, really in, in between Colorado Springs and the Denver area. So like Monument, right, is that Larkspur, I think, yeah. is in there. Um, and I mean, if you look at the construction that's going on on I-25 between Colorado Springs and Denver, it's incredible. Um, so a lot of growth in that area. I, I mean, you've got people that are commuting from Colorado Springs to Denver to work on a daily basis. Yeah, and it takes an hour. Yeah, I just drove if up that. I mean, without traffic, it, yeah. it's even less than it's that. Less than that. Um, and you can go pretty fast on yeah. <laughs> our, our highways back in thoughts. New York are a little bit uh, slower than the yeah. ones out here. I kind of like that. Um, but you can, you can move pretty good and, and commuting is really uh, pretty easy to do in between the cities. Now, what I also noticed when I first moved out here in 2005, I was saying the same thing about Fort Collins in Denver. Like there is, you know, it's about the same trip from Fort Collins to Denver as it is from Colorado Springs to Denver. And there's a lot of building and a lot of homes between Fort Collins and Denver now. Right. Sometimes there's less traffic because I made that commute a few times this month and it was worse than coming Colorado Springs up to yeah. Denver. Um, you know, you've got those little like kind of farm towns that all of a sudden right. you know, like Greeley is the one I kind of I like to use an example of a lot. But like a lot of those towns like Weld County altogether. um can't remember what the other county is in between, but those whole areas along the I-25 corridor from Fort Collins to Denver are are growing exponentially, just like they are. Colorado it takes Springs. about three hundred fifty thousand to get into anything. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. So in t- that's a great point. So in terms of like a single family residence, for our listeners that are out there, they're like, hey, I don't mind a little bit of a commute. Um, I'm willing to move a little bit further outside of town because prices are so crazy in the Denver area. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I would I wouldn't mind a 40, 45 minute commute and that gets you a little ways up I-25 or down I-25. You can still find homes that are less than 400,000, you think? Yes, definitely. Yeah, single family residence and probably a new build or close to it. Close to it. Yeah. Um, so that so there is hope out there, folks. If you are thinking you want to buy a home, you don't mind a little bit of a commute. Um, Amy's here to tell you that there are homes out there, single family residence homes for you and your family. You can still buy at a reasonable price. The trade-off is going to be that you're going to have to have a little bit more of a drive to work, most likely, and you may not have as much amenities and stuff like that. So let's dive in here, Amy. Um, how, how long have you been uh, licensed in real estate? I've been licensed in real estate since 2003. So I've seen a ton of changes. 2003, you sure have. Oh, you're coming up on your 20-year anniversary Shh. in real estate. <laughs> uh, so you've been around for a How while. How can and, that be? And you, and you have seen a lot in the way of, of change within the real estate market, I would think, as well, since 2003. Yes, the one thing, one constant has always been that real estate has always made money. There yeah. was a little dip there yeah. in 08, 09, and 10. Mm-hmm. But historically, uh, you've always had an appreciation in since value. Since 2010... Values have basically just gone up, yeah. right? And you look—you're talking about. I just about, presented a two hundred fifty thousand dollar check to a seller yesterday. Yeah, yeah of, I mean, you're talking almost on average double digit increases in values since two thousand ten, which is nice yeah. after the loan payoff. So they've got some money to work with. They do, and that's part of what we want to talk about on the show today, Amy. Is folks that have money to work with, and I'm thinking 
more along the lines of retirees, but I think you'll probably tell me as well that I, that f- there's places south of Denver, south of Colorado Springs that are also going to be good areas for families as well. Um, but to me, somebody who's lived in, you know, maybe the Fort Collins, Denver, Colorado Springs areas for the last few years, they've probably made some money on their house if they can work remotely, if they can, you know, live um, outside of the major metropolitan areas, they could probably go down to like a Pueblo type area and and maybe buy something outright in cash or get a pretty nice property for three hundred thousand dollars, right? Yes. I mean, it's it's crazy. So you know, part of what we wanted to d- discuss today is how how some of you, our audience, can use the equity in your home. You know, if you were to sell your home today and and look at some of these areas that are south of, I, you know, I even want to say south of Colorado Springs. I think there's probably some opportunity. What do you think in the Colorado Springs area? Is it just overpriced there, or do you think there's still some deals to be had? There's still some deals to be had compared to Denver, Fort Collins. So we're still running at a 488,000 median sales price. Okay. So we've got homes from 400,000. Yeah, 488,000. Okay. So, so it's about 200,000 less than we're at in Denver, right? Right. Okay. That's a lot of mm-hmm. that's a lot of difference. Yep. And you we've got Pikes Peak, Garden of the Gods, uh 20 minutes you're up in the mountains um, for hiking, biking. There's golf courses up there. Yeah. Colorado Springs is not that different than Denver. Right. And you it's got a short commute to Denver if you want to do something It's just west of the there. mountains. It's even closer to the mountains, it's really. It's closer to the mountains. The, and the mountains are our backdrop. The mountains are right there yeah. in Colorado minutes, Springs. literally, from anywhere. And you're right. You've got Pikes Peak right there. I heard your zoo is pretty awesome. Our zoo is number one. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awesome. I have heard that. We have an outdoor safari with like 37 giraffes just running Chilling. in there. You can... Feed them right over the wood balcony. Yep. Um, so there's the penguins the zoo. exhibit. We'll walk around. The penguins they'll let out and they'll be walking around. You can touch a penguin. Not really, really supposed to, but you can let it do a drive <laughs> by on your hand or something. <laughs> on accident. Um, I have heard great things about that. What it, there's a, what is the is a Great Wolf Lodge? Great Wolf. Wolf Lodge is down yep. there, yep. Which it's has huge really good things park. about that, a big water park. Um, you've got, you had mentioned Garden of the Gods. There's what a, are some things that people can do at Garden of the Gods? There's hiking trails, um, beautiful backdrops for pictures. Okay. Um, there's also Olympic City USA is in Colorado Springs. Ah. So it's a whole downtown area that they're totally revamping. We've got the Switchback Soccer Stadium down cool. there. Yep. Um, they're putting millions into downtown. Awesome. They have the Olympic Museum, which is phenomenal. Very cool. A lot cool. of interactive. Um, you can see, you know, what you run compared to a yeah. an Olympian. <laughs> you may even see an Olympian or two in there. Yeah. So it's attracting a lot of people. And it used to be that you could get a condo downtown for, um, you couldn't get many condos downtown. Now you can get them for 250 and up and okay. then just be walking distance. So all the restaurants, bars, yeah. the stadium, yep. uh, the Olympic Museum. That's awesome. That's pretty good. I have heard very good things. I, I've been to Colorado Springs a couple of times, not not too much. Uh, we would we did the Broadmoor once. Broadmoor was Beautiful. awesome. Um, I was fortunate enough I got to golf there. I do like to golf as well, so we got to golf at the Broadmoor, which was awesome. Uh, we did some hiking. There's a ton to do there. It reminds me a lot of Denver. It's even closer to the mountains. So, I mean, for $200,000 less on average, right, um, you can probably find something pretty nice down in the Springs. And if you're in the Springs, 
thousand you want to sell. I don't know what the average is in like Pueblo, but it's probably another two hundred thousand or so less than that. I would imagine. Yeah, it's about two fifty. So, and I I just sold a house, four bedroom, two bath, fifteen hundred square feet for two seventy four, and okay. actually they were listed at. 289, so we got under. We didn't have yeah. to have a huge appraisal gap and have yep. it. Um, well, that's 30, nice. You don't have to deal with all the, uh, all the multiple offers and the appraisal gaps and that kind of stuff and, and having to, to look at 35 different homes and putting in offers on 30 of them before right. you can actually get under contract. You mean you might exactly. be able to go to Pueblo and get under contract on a house? For under. That's Just, crazy. Yeah. Holy moly. And then moly. you can rent that thing for 1200 to 1500 Sounds like a normal so real estate market to me. Uh, very exciting stuff. So uh, let's head even further south in Colorado Springs um, in real estate. What is going on? You've, you do some work down in the Pueblo area. This is an area I'm not really all that familiar with. Uh, but talk to me a little bit about what's going on down in that kind of Pueblo area. Is there... Um, is it is there a lot of work and jobs and stuff like that for people? It's mainly the commute um, to Colorado Springs that they would use, and that okay. commute is going to be maybe twenty minutes. I mean, forty minutes, so it's not very long. Um, they've got Pueblo Reservoir down there. They have mm-hmm. a lot of actually good food down there. Yeah. Okay. Um, for the job market, they've got um, the community college at. Let's see, the University of Colorado Springs, Pueblo. Okay. And they've got really good programs that a lot of people move down to the community college, and then they move up to Colorado Springs to finish their yep. uh, degrees. Yep. So that makes sense. It started as a steel town. That's not there anymore. But now, okay. now a lot of people from Colorado Springs are maybe moving into Pueblo to get more home for their money. It's only about a 40-minute commute? Yep. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, it's not. That's not bad. You get a nice property down in Pueblo. And commute for I mean, my commute's forty minutes. Shoot, see, yeah, it's not that. And bad. you're not sitting in traffic. Yeah, oh, right. So you can you actually go. get from A to B without sitting in traffic. Yeah. How do you like that? Uh, well, very nice. I, I love that idea. Um, certainly, some benefits to that Pueblo area as well. You are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Radio 1600. Check out past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com. For mortgage questions and information, give us a call at 303-921-5747. If you would like to get in touch with Amy Randolph with Brokers Guild Real Estate to discuss buying or selling your next home, Amy can be reached at 719 719- Four six four six three three two. All right, Amy. So this is the part of the show, one of my favorite parts of the show. We are going to talk about some of the hottest listings that we have here in Denver. But I think you may also have a couple of upcoming listings uh, down in the Colorado Springs area. Is that right? I do. Some that are coming up. Some coming soon come. listings. Yeah. So my first listing that I have here is Mark Eibner with uh, Metro Brokers Realty Oasis. Mark's an excellent agent over there. Uh, this one's at 8984 Ramblestone Street, and that's in Highlands Ranch. This one's listed at 750000 Uh Looks like just under 2,300 square feet, three beds, three bath. Uh, looking at the picture here, is this looks like a beautiful home. Um, it is is perfect and meticulously maintained, immaculate front faces to green belt, berm and front, which also leads to playground park, exercise park, covered picnic area. It looks like a great location. If you'd like some more information on this, 
reach out to Mark Eidner at 720-724-8001. And my next listing that I have here is one that we've got with Kim Byers. And Kim is with Compass Denver. This another beautiful property. This one at seven nine nine zero Canvas Back Court, uh, listed at seven hundred thousand. This is in Roxborough Village, which is a beautiful, beautiful area. Just over three thousand square feet, five bedrooms, three bathrooms. Location, location, location. Uh, this is this home is located on a quiet cul-de-sac on one of the best lots in all of the community. If you'd like more information on this property, reach out to Kim Byers at three zero three six one eight six eight. And finally, Beth Ann Demeter with Cell State Realty Pros. Uh, Beth's a great agent over there with Michael London, uh, their managing broker. And uh, this one is at 2020 Newcomb Street in Lakewood, lifted at 795,000, just over 2,100 square feet. A three bed, three bathroom home, uh, extensively updated and improved upon to be your in town slice of paradise. Can you imagine over a third of an acre a few miles west of denver uh, that's what this property offers and if you'd like some more information on this property reach out to beth and demeter at 720-320-1150 all right amy did you have a property or two you wanted to talk about you may have coming up i have one coming up in divide that is a two-bedroom two-bath um, it will be listed around 350 and it's on two acres out there um, secluded by trees a uh, little piece of quiet out there. Awesome. Awesome. That sounds like a good one. So if you're looking for a property in that area, reach out to Amy Randolph with Brokers Guild. Amy can be reached again at 719-464-6332. All right, Amy, do you have any, you know, we've talked about uh, Colorado Springs, even Fort Collins a little bit, Monument, Larkspur, uh, Pueblo. Are there any other areas that maybe we haven't mentioned that people may not think about, but that could really be nice areas to look at where they're still might be able to get uh, some value or some um, a little bit of a deal maybe yeah so there is security widefield just south of so it's north of pueblo it's south of colorado springs there's security in widefield and then there's fountain okay so the average sales price in security in widefield right now is three hundred thirty six thousand. excellent so that's about a hundred grand less yeah um it's right outside fort carson base so they get a lot of um they get a lot of action. They get a lot of rentals. Um, maybe somebody's out there that wants to buy investment property. Yep. They're, they are, historically speaking, always rented out. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's always families moving in. There's 14,000 residents on Fort Carson on that base alone. So Interesting. We have a okay. lot of people coming into town or staying yeah. in town. Um, they maybe do a three- to five-year rotation, and then another batch comes in. So it's great for rentals down there. And then if you go into Fountain... And we've done some work in Fountain. We've had some clients buying in Fountain. So Yeah, Fountain is a little bit more south of there and their um average sales price is gonna be at uh four fifty four. Okay. So not too bad. I mean, still what sounds like reasonable pricing yeah, to me. Yeah, get a good, nice family home. Still be right there. I mean, when I say south of Colorado Springs, it's 10 minutes, you know, 15 minutes. Yeah. That's nothing. No. <laughs> no, not. <laughs> Check two texts and there not, you are. Yeah, no, there you don't go. do that while you're driving. <laughs> uh, not too bad at all. Um, you know, there's also, uh, you're also uh, along that I-25 corridor. What is just west of that is, of course, the mountains. And there are some small mountain towns, too. You know, we have. 
folks that want to get away into the mountains, want to even live in the mountains. There's certainly some areas there that you could consider, um, you know, just to name a couple, I think like Pagosa Springs, Alamosa, Cannon City, um, anything else you can think of on like, you well, know, tell maybe Teller, Teller County is a big one with okay. Woodland Park. Um, yep, yep. Woodland, Woodland Park, Park and Florissant idea. Divide are out there. Their average sale price right now is sitting at 533000 but the median sales price that's across the whole market is 455000 So still okay. in the 400s. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, so I mean, even that's in the mountains, low end you can in still Denver, find right? something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would agree. So, um, you know, we're going to shift gears here just a little bit, Amy. I want to talk a little bit about financing because, after all, I mean, I'm a lender and, and that's what I do on a daily basis. So I do want to talk about financing. And I, and I think the problem for a lot of people in Colorado is, uh, you know, they're like, it is so expensive to buy a house. I don't have 20% set aside to buy a house. Uh, you know, I'm trying to, trying to live life here. I'm, you know, a lot of people are more or less pay, paycheck to paycheck. Maybe they have a little bit of money set aside. Maybe they have money set aside, but they don't want to use their own money. So we do have some great down payment assistance programs uh, that we have access to here in Colorado. Some of them cover all of Colorado. Some of them um, are specific to counties or cities and stuff like that. But in general, the way that the down payment assistance programs work is that they are going to provide you money to use towards your down payment and or your closing. Closing costs, and what a lot of people don't don't—I shouldn't say understand, but don't realize—is that you don't actually have to be a first-time home buyer to take advantage of a lot of these programs. So we have a lot of clients that you know have purchased a home in the last three years. Uh, maybe they're selling their current home. Maybe they're renting right now. Whatever the case might be, they want to go buy a new home. They don't have to be a first-time home buyer to take advantage of a lot of these programs. Some of them are specific to first-time home buyers, uh, but not all of them. Chaffa is probably the most popular. Um, and Chaffa does not require that you um, that you're a first time home buyer, and so there is access. You know, it, it, if somebody could work with you, Amy, um, and, and structure within their contract to get what we call seller concessions, which is where the sellers will contribute a portion um, of the proceeds towards the closing costs for the buyer. In theory, somebody can purchase a home with as little as maybe like $1,000 because their down payment's covered, their closing costs are covered by the seller. You may only need like $1,000 to buy a house, right? It's true. It's awesome. So if you're out there and you're like, I don't have money to set aside to buy a house, but I really would like to, you know, I've got a family or whatever the case might be, you really want to buy a house, there are options out there. There are down payment assistance programs. Again, Chaffa is one of the more popular ones. Metro DPA is a great one. Chinoa is another one. Now, how um, long do you have to, if you were a first-time homebuyer, how long do you have to wait till? Till you can be, be considered first, a first-time home buyer yes. again? Great that's question. That's what a lot of my people so, ask. That's a great question. So you are considered a first-time home buyer if you have not owned a property in the last three years. Perfect. So that's uh, there are some good first-time home buyer programs out there, but there is sort of this um, myth that in order to take advantage of a down payment assistance program, you need to be a first-time home buyer. That is not the case. So um, there are funds out there, folks. If you would like to purchase a home, 
home and you'd like some more information on that, you know, please feel free to reach out to me at 303-921-5747. And, of course, reach out to Amy so she can set you up on a search to find the right home for you. And Amy with Brokers Guild Real Estate can be reached at 719-464-6332. So the way that that process works a little bit, right, Amy? We'll talk just just for a minute about this. So somebody will typically reach out to the real estate agent first is is what I think happens. Maybe you would disagree, but I think they reach out to the real estate agent first and like, hey, I want to buy a house. And you're like, all right, great. We need to get you pre-approved, right? Is that typically one of the first parts of your yes, conversation? Yes, they usually have the house they want, and then you got yes, exactly, to hustle right? to get the lender. Right? So they're almost working backwards, right? Like, hey, we found a house we want to buy. We have no idea if we can buy it. Can you show it to us, right? Right, and this market's going so fast, like three to seven day average if it's a hot house market exactly. correctly. It's going to be gone in three days, so you need to be reaching out to your lender right and, and away. we can move that fast if we have to, but I will tell you folks, I'll tell oh, our yeah, audiences, you guys are great. we don't want to have to do that, and neither do you. Neither does the agent or anybody else involved. You want to have your ducks in a row. I have so many clients that come to me, and they're just like, well, I know I'm approved already. Well, that might be, but there's different caveats to that, and there's different variables that go into a loan approval. Just because you have an credit score does not mean you're going to get approved for a mortgage just because you have a million dollars in the bank does not mean that you're going to get approved for a mortgage so there are different variables that go into a loan approval i would get with a lender as soon as possible so that you know yes i am good to go i can go look at that house i can put an offer on that house if i like it Um, we're going to get you pre-approved Right. And then we're going to let you know, hey, here's, you know, typically people want to know what's the max that I can buy and what is my monthly payment look like? Is that typically what you're seeing with buyers? Yes. A lot of people are fixated on that monthly payment. Yes. Um, And I I will tell you that in the market that we're in right now, the Denver, Fort Collins, Colorado Springs market, that typically people are are going to end up spending a little bit more on their monthly payment than what they originally wanted to, or maybe what they're paying in rent right now. Uh, you know, there used to be that old saying where, you know, you can buy and pay as much in a mortgage payment as as what you're paying for rent right but now. rent is just flushing it down the toilet. <laughs> exactly. Rent is flushing it down the toilet. And I rent think is a total loss, right? 100% rent is 100% loss. loss. You are paying somebody else's mortgage, right? Right. So I, I think that even if you're paying a little bit more in, for your mortgage, you you are you have a home, you have equity that you're building, which is basically just a long term savings account, right? Yep. And uh, and there are a lot of good options out there. So in terms of purchasing a home, I, yes, it's a little bit scary. Home prices when you start talking about half a million, three quarters of a million dollars for a home, that is a lot of money, right? So maybe we need to look at different areas, or maybe we need to get a little bit more creative with the financing. Uh, but there are options out there. So if you're thinking about it, you know, reach out to myself, reach out to Amy. We promise that we are a great team that can really help you out. And if you choose to use a different real estate agent or you choose to use a different lender, but you want to work with one of us, that's completely fine. We won't be offended or hurt. There's others. <laughs> All right. You are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Radio 1600. Check out past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com. For mortgage questions and information, give us a call at 303-921-5747. If you would like to get in touch with Amy Randolph with Brokers Guild Real Estate to discuss buying or selling your next home, Amy can be reached at 719 464 Six three three two. Amy, we've got just a couple minutes left on the show. 
We are on ESPN Denver. Are you a sports fan at all? I am. You are? What sport? Or sports? Oh, baseball. Baseball. Like all right. Some baseball. Colorado Rockies? Yeah, all okay. the way. All right. We take... I, I still like the Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals. You do? Okay. So. All right. Well, that's their respectable team right? for sure. We took our kids to their first Rockies game a few weeks ago. We got another one on the calendar in a couple weeks here, and they had an absolute blast. Yeah, it was pretty it's great. Cold. The stadium's great. The stadium was awesome. It was, it was cold. A, it was a cold, windy day. <laughs> Um, so we got cold fast. We ended up having to Next buy one of those. Next game will be hot. Next game will be hot. Yeah. And we had to buy one of those blankets that are not not, not cheap. cheap there at the stadium. But they did help keep the kids warm. I had to buy so. a jacket at a hockey game once. That did is you? not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a ton of fun. The kids had a great time. So if you haven't been out to see the Colorado Rockies or any of the other sports, too, right now would be a little expensive to see the abs, I Come think. down to Colorado Springs and watch a switchback soccer team. There you go. Go down to Colorado yeah. Springs. They've got some, uh, got some, some sports stuff. down there as well. Um, the abs, I'm not a huge hockey fan, but I will admit I've been watching hockey playoffs this year the abs are doing great um they had a rough one last night i don't know if you watched that or not but they had a pretty good lead which they lost and then they lost um so i'm hoping that in their next game they come out on fire uh what else we've got the denver broncos who have russell wilson so a lot of football fans are very excited about that um and that is coming up to watch we're still like a few months away football off season to me seems so like it long. takes forever. <laughs> and then it's like a four month season. What are we so. going to do on Sundays? Now I we know. have to hike. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to go outside and hike or mountain bike or something, <laughs> man. Well, Amy, thank you so much for being on the show. It was really a pleasure. I hope you'll come back soon. Um, any last minute thoughts for our audience? Um, just that, you know, I get a lot of people that say, I'm never going to be able to find something. Well, you can have your agent target price decreases. Mm-hmm. So there are 206 homes that are still sitting on the market that have price drops. So those ah. could be up for grabs for investors. I, I love it. That is great advice. Not every home that goes on the mar- market goes in two days. Yep. And not every home that gets under contract closes. Exactly. And so that's a really good point. If home, Keep an eye out for homes that are coming yep. back on the market. Now you've got sellers that are a little bit more urgent to yes. sell that property. They'll they already the had the sales so. mindset. They already <laughs> they already racked up how much they were going to make on the property and uh and they've and already they started get, spending like, that money right a little so, worried is it going to sell exactly all right well thanks so much amy uh for joining us on the mvp real estate and mortgage report if you have a question about financing your next home or refinancing a current mortgage give me a call at 303-921-5747 and don't miss next week's show right here on espn radio 1600 every saturday morning at 7 a.m you can find past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com.